This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This is a little bit different. We're going to be talking about robots involved in post-secondary education, more specifically artificial intelligence in a way more than robots. But uh, Glenn Fairley is a digital media consultant and assistant professor at Athabasca University. Um, And he joins us now to tell us a bit about what he's been working on. Glenn, thanks so much for joining us this morning. Appreciate it. Great to be on. Thank you. So we're talking here about, like I said, it's not necessarily robots, right? It's more about incorporating artificial intelligence and that kind of software into the education program? Exactly that. We often call them bots, or you might hear about, you know, websites that have chat bots. So, yeah, I'm comfortable with the term robots, but yes, it's specifically artificial intelligence. How? What do you do? What do you do with these artificial intelligence uh, developments? How can they change the face of post-secondary education? Well, uh, I mean, they work 24-7, 365, and they, you know, don't complain about overtime. But, uh, no, uh, they are, are part of our courses. They're, they're not the whole thing. They're a component that sort of works with the traditional instructors, and, and they provide simulated learning experiences that, you know, can give students hands-on opportunities to learn and then actually apply some, you know, realistic skills. Now, are you talking about using... You know, would you, are you saying we could have university courses taught entirely by software and artificial intelligence rather than having an actual professor? So that's what, you know, the concern is that I've heard from some people, you know, sort of unofficially they're worried about that. And, we, you know, we even have a term for that, the singularity. So uh, we're not anywhere close to that. So, yeah, you know, that's my message that I try to share with colleagues is that it's really not anywhere close to that. I mean, I can't predict 50 years from now, but uh, right now they work really well together, but it's not replacing an instructor. It can do some things that uh, might be difficult, say, to do in a more static, uh, sort of like reading type based environment. But yeah, this, they can respond to human uh, interactions and give very detailed, realistic responses that are very helpful for instructors. Okay, so let's get specific here. What are we talking about? How how would I use an art if I'm a university student and I'm taking a course and you have this artificial intelligence operating as part of the curriculum or part of the program? Uh, how would I use it? What would it do for me? Yeah, there's lots of different options, and universities across North America and probably elsewhere have been using it for years now. But how we're using it, and we've done a, this will be our third course coming up this June that will be powered with the, uh, by artificial intelligence for the faculty business. And it's a simulation. So you enter a website, you're given fictional character to assume and fictional roles as like a junior manager, and then the, you're greeted by a, a virtual character. And we sort of write these scenarios like it's a movie script. And, and then the AI powers it, and then students just start answering questions and uh, reading material and applying skills, and the AI guides them, and it acts like their boss. And, you know, students actually report thinking that these characters are real, but it's all AI-powered. Interesting. Now, you're going to be talking about this at the upcoming Congress of the Humanities and Social Sciences. What is that, first of all? And, That's um, like Canada, I think it's Canada's biggest academic conference. It's like a, a meeting of smaller academic associations across the country uh, that normally might be too small to have their own Congress. Right. Uh, sorry, conference, and they all meet together. Uh, this year, it's virtual, and I believe it's 
Calgary uh, is hosting it virtually. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so uh, I'm part of a post-secondary education uh, conference, but there's other events that right. are all part of this, all virtual this year. Now, of course, you'll be focused on advancing artificial intelligence as part of post-secondary education. So, so what's the message? What are you going to tell these people that have gathered in sort of, you know, give us, give us the elevator pitch. What, what is the message you'll be telling them, and how do they do this properly? Yeah, so this is one of my things. I'm really targeting instructors that it's a really powerful and uh, there's lots of benefits in terms of uh, what it can do for hands-on skills and uh, sort of what they call Socratic questioning, getting students to reflect on key learning uh, outcomes. And so my takeaway is that instructors, you know, might have a bit of trepidation Mm -hmm. with this uh, artificial intelligence. They might be worried that, you know, it's uh, it's robots replacing humans, and it's not that. That's my message. It's not that. It's one of many tools that educators can use, but it does require its own knowledge base. So people are going to need to learn things like, you know, natural language processing and machine learning, and they're probably going to need a technical project manager to, to help them out with. And these are not conventional roles for educators, so I'm giving some sort of hands-on tips for educators on, on how to consider this and then actually apply this to their courses, whether it's online only, such as Athabasca University, or even traditional physical-based uh, universities can make use of this as well. Now, I'm going to get yelled at, and I don't want to be ageist because I'm an old guy. Um, but I remember when I went back, when I was in university back in the 90s, um, I don't want to say the profs were old, but not all of them were tech savvy. I imagine that would be something that would be very scary for a lot of professors. Certainly, if I was teaching any sort of post-secondary level course, I would be lost in trying to manage you know, the software that's already in place, let alone incorporating artificial intelligence. Is there a way that you can make it seem more accessible for the people that will have to rely on it? That's exactly, you know, one of the areas that I'm researching is how to overcome some of these challenges because it's not seamless yet. I mean, this is yeah. also one of my messages. It's not, AI is not replacing humans anytime soon, uh, there, but there is some, you know, attractive potential. But we, we do have some barriers to overcome, and, you know, and, and it's not something that if somebody who say a bit technologically phobic or inexperienced, it does have a learning curve. So the instructors, it's manageable, but the instructors will sort of need to address that. But it it definitely can offer some benefits. But yeah, there's work to be done. And Mm -hmm. so I do give some tips in my talk on on how to do this. And and finding the right partner will really make that a lot easier because, yeah, artificial intelligence is not DIY. It's it's not something you can just tinker with and build. You you do need some expert help. It sounds very interesting, Glenn. Thank you so much for joining us this morning to chat a bit. It's really exciting, and and I'm I'm happy to talk about it because I think this uh, really offers some great flexibility and some benefits to our students that we, we just wouldn't be able to do otherwise. Yeah, and it is the future for sure. Thanks, Glenn. It is. Thank you. Okay. That is Glenn Farrelly, who is a digital media consultant and assistant professor at Athabasca University.